We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's edition of Insane Things That Just Happened. This podcast is dedicated to things we've never seen before. Things that, that can either change the world or the country or indicate that the world and the country are changing in ways we've never seen before. You'd think I couldn't do this every week, but these are the times we live in. Let's get started with insane thing number one, the baby formula crisis. It's been raging for weeks now. The government's known it was coming for months because it's the FDA that's kept that plant closed. The plant that supplies about 40% of the needs of the market. For weeks, we've been treated to news reports with women crying because they literally don't know what to feed their kids. Which makes what Representative Kat McCammick found down at the border all the more outrageous. Border Patrol agents wanted her to know, we've got a ton of formula just sitting down there on pallets, waiting for use by the only people the Democrat Party's really interested in helping anymore, illegal immigrants or their future voters who are taking part in their worldwide highly illegal Voter drive. Here's Kat McCammick. Again, typical Biden administration, no plan, no contingencies, no uh, way to backfill 43% of our nation's supply of baby formula. Yet just today, I'm getting word from Border Patrol agents that there is a tractor trailer full of pallets of baby formula sitting in that storeroom. Come on now. This is exactly what America last looks like. She's not the only one who's seen it. Representative Ronnie Jackson was down there and saw the same thing. Now, I was out there a few weeks ago, and I saw the shelves out there stocked full with diapers and formula. And you saw Representative Kamek just uh, posted some pictures from just a few days ago. There's no issue there uh, with, with formula for, for people that don't belong in this country. Yet people that are you know citizens of this country can't find formula for their children. Which led Fox News' Carly Shimpkes to ask a brilliant and chilling question. This means that the Biden administration has baby formula in their possession that they could be releasing to the American people, but they're choosing not to. And I think that's really unacceptable to a lot of American taxpayers who are struggling right now uh, to feed their children. Bingo. They've had it the whole time. This takes my mind to some really dark places. Just asking these questions. How much do they have? How much have they had? I mean, the FDA knew this was coming for four to five months. Did they corner the market and buy it all up to create this crisis? They're creating every other crisis. 
including the record high gas prices, which leads us to insane thing number two. Literally the week, we hit all-time high gas and diesel prices. The Biden administration makes its second set of moves. The first one was a few weeks ago to ensure that we are in a fuel shortage and oil shortage for years to come by closing off a million acres of Alaskan leases with a truly stupid argument. Oh, then nobody wants to buy those leases, so we had to close them off. Well, if nobody wants to buy them, why do you have to close them off? They actually had three bidders. And that's not unusual. This is what they're not telling you. Um, because very few companies or entities can actually do the extraction required. There aren't a lot of them. One of those entities is the Alaskan government. This is a federal government telling the Alaskan government it can't drill on its own land. Fuck, this is the time for nullification. Tell them to pound sand. Go flying F themselves. We're drilling. You send your little coppers up here to stop us. It'd make a great photo op that would crystallize this whole thing for the American people. Alaskan officials in handcuffs. I'd love it. So we can extract the oil. We've got bidders with the ability to do it. They want to make sure in the Biden administration it never happens. Nobody explained that better than Representative Ronnie Jackson this week, who just got back from a trip to the Permian Basin as they were closing off the leases. Right now, gas prices are at a record high. And this week, the Biden administration canceled this massive oil and gas lease that would allow for drilling on uh, over a million acres of land in Alaska. Drilling is exactly what needs to happen right now to lower gas prices. The reason the Biden administration did this is, is they say that there were no oil companies who wanted to purchase this land. Why would that be the case? That's not the case. Uh, you know, people, uh, the oil and gas industry do not want to invest right now in drilling oil and gas because the Biden administration has made it clear to them that they will shut them down. You may get a lease to drill, but you're not going to get any of the other permits that you need for the roads, for the pipelines, for anything else. I was just in the Permian Basin a few days ago, and the costs for these people are going through the roof. This is the Biden administration's attempt to, to deliver the final death blow to oil and gas. And, you know, they're, they're making it exceedingly hard. And this is a time where, like you said, the gas prices are $4.40 a gallon, record high. We have inflation that's 8.3%, a 40-year high. And we, we, we finally have the EU looking at actually shutting down Russian oil and gas coming out of Russia, which is going to drive the price of gas even higher. The answer to that is to increase American production. But the Biden administration will not get out of the way. They will not take the cuffs off of these uh, oil and gas companies and let them do their jobs. And, uh, you know, they're, they're saying one thing, but behind the scenes, they're doing something that's drastically different to stop this whole process. Speaking of the final death blow to oil and gas, we go to insane thing number three. The impending imminent diesel shortage in the eastern half of the United States. Yeah, diesel would be what powers those semis that bring, you know, your kind of important food to you and all the rest of your stuff. According to the logistics firm Freight Waves, their CEO, Craig Fuller, three very large Fleets are currently preparing for diesel pumps at fuel stations to run dry. Drivers for these fleets are receiving notifications about the coming fuel shortages. They're saying they could materialize in the coming weeks across the mid-Atlantic and make moving food and things we need impossible. Major truck stop chains like Love's and Pilot are warning about these diesel shortages. Again, this is the eastern half of the U.S., not the whole country, but still... Here's the warning one trucker got from Loves. 
Due to historically low supply, diesel availability in the eastern U.S. markets currently limited. Your drivers could start to see the effects of these supply issues. In the coming days, we expect to have locations experiencing temporary imminent diesel outages. They expect the below states to be impacted the most by this. Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania. And while the shortages wouldn't affect the whole country, you have diesel shortages. Guess what happens across the country? Cost of diesel, which is at a record this week, goes through the roof. So does everything you buy at the store. Regular listeners to this podcast will understand the evil hand behind this. In the same way, the Biden administration achieved, and I say achieved because it was their goal, achieved record high energy prices this week. How did they do that? Remember how? With the Russian sanctions. Remember in March, the International Energy Agency warning us if we sanctioned the Russian oil, effectively taking it off the market, we would have a, quote, oil supply shock, unquote. Not the small increase at the pump that Joe Manchin and Lisa Murkowski sold us on when they were representing their parties and telling us we needed these sanctions. No, no, no. An oil supply shock. Why? Because, again, remember that 1.5 million barrels on average that were on the market from the U.S. under Trump are off now because of those 70 regulations that Biden put. So we've gone from about 13 million barrels produced by the U.S. on the world market every day to about 11.5. You take the oil from Russia off because of the sanctions and boom, you get a supply shock unlike any we've seen in 40 years. That's why the IEA warned us about the Russian sanctions, but we ignored them. By the way, Russia is not getting hurt by this. Remember this. Russia's oil revenues are double, Bloomberg reported, double what they were um, from before we put the sanctions on. Why? Because while taking the Russian oil off the market with our sanctions, it jacks the price up. They're still selling it on the black market to India and China, but for a lot more money because we sanction them. So Americans are the only ones really suffering under the sanctions. Russia's getting rich. I told you two weeks ago now, that is out in Bloomberg, a mainstream media publication. It's out in the Financial Times, a mainstream media publication. Watch Washington. See if they take the sanctions off. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. See if they do it and not a peep from either party. Why? Because they are using the Russian sanctions as a scapegoat. The Democrats are to jack the prices up. They want to get to $10 a gallon gas. They don't care. And the Republicans, they don't want the sanctions off. They want to go into the midterms with astronomically high fuel prices, maybe even shortages. And for Democrats, shortages mean potential for martial law, potential for mail-in voting. The possibilities are endless. Evil. And they will embrace anything that gives them more power, especially going into an election they'll otherwise lose. So now look at this evil plot in total. They've already jacked diesel and regular gasoline to record high prices using Russia as a scapegoat while enriching Russia and ultimately helping them to pay for the Ukraine war. That's what's so evil about this. And now guess why this these diesel supplies are going to run out. Oh, you're going to love this. According to FreightWave CEO Greg Fuller, the Northeast may run so low on fuel within the next week or two that stations in the entire region could go to what they call allocations. It's rationing. And pockets of the Northeast may be completely out of fuel. Why? Because oh, we're sending it to Europe. The problem, he says, is... The problem, Fuller says is that oil is being diverted or not imported between here and Europe due to the U.S. committing to feed Europe with this fuel so it can wean off Russian fuel. Never mind that we're not going to have food. Never mind that this will vastly exacerbate the supply shortage. And real honestly, folks, push food and basic goods, you got to think, past basic affordability. At some point, folks, You know what happened here? Let me explain this. The Democrats got addicted to COVID-level crises because of the power that they saw that we'd turn over to them. You know, if we would turn over that level of power for a disease that at worst has a 97% survival rating, here's what they're, this is what they're thinking. Good God, how much power will they give us if they can't get food? And the answer is total an absolute power, and they damn well know it. And ever since then, like busy little bees, they've been astroturfing another disaster. Is the baby food part of it too? These are serious questions. Anyway, the beauty of this is that when the trucks stop rolling, they'll just go Putin's fault. No, nobody made us divert Jack to Europe. Nobody made us sanction Russia in a way that helps Russia and hurts Americans at the pump. All of that is just cover. Which brings us to the next insane thing, $40 billion with a B for Ukraine. Well, maybe. It passed in the House, but Senator Rand Paul, thankfully, is holding it up in the Senate. Pray he stands strong. Folks, $40 billion for Ukraine. We've already given them $15 billion. Do you have any idea how big the Ukrainian economy is? $66 billion. We essentially whipped out the printing press and printed Ukraine a new economy. Where will the money go? Well, here's a sign it might not be anywhere good. This is a CNN article from April 19th. Headline, 
What happens to weapons sent to Ukraine? Question mark. The U.S. doesn't really know. So says CNN. Yeah, it'll be ditto for the money. The best clue we have, though, as to where the weapons might have gone into warehouses controlled by the Russians. Yeah, they captured them pretty easily. They're attacking supply lines and then they're putting pictures up of I mean, folks, it looks like miles of U.S. weapons. They're warehousing. Sure hope they don't use them against the Ukrainians. Look, we don't, Washington doesn't care. This is how they pay off their military contracted donors. Military contracted donors are the third largest donor group by dollars in D.C. So, I mean, they, they don't care where they go or who uses them. Which leads us to the fifth most insane thing this week. The bill that every single Democrat in the Senate voted for, thankfully, uh, except Joe Manchin. Thankfully, it failed 49 to 51. But the horror is what it did. It made abortion legal up until the day of birth. Folks, you know what this would have done? You literally could be in labor and driving and trying to decide you're going to turn right into the hospital or left into the abortion clinic. It is a absolute horror. But it puts the Democrats essentially on record as supporting infanticide. I mean, right up to the moment of birth. I can't even imagine watching the killing of a baby that age. I mean, that is absolute horror. It's horror. I mean, it's there's nothing even in horror films that encapsulates it. It shows how profoundly evil they are. The bill also would have forced all doctors to perform abortions. In other words, you couldn't turn it down. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how constitutional that is, but it was in the bill. So that's a mess. But here's the big deal about it. They did this because they claim, and this is a big, the big lie, they claim that abortion's illegal now, so, you know, they have to do this to save it. That's the lie about Alito, and I didn't realize what a lie it was till I was talking to one of my liberal girlfriends who was saying, well, you know, abortion's going to be illegal. What? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Nothing makes abortion illegal. Alito's ruling doesn't. He simply said, we don't have the constitutional authority to decide this. Only the states do. There was absolutely nothing in that ruling that makes abortion illegal at all. Again, what liberals won't tell you, and I think a lot of their base doesn't even know, is that that ruling didn't just repeal Roe. It also repealed a case called Casey. Remember this? Casey, in Casey, the Supreme Court ruled you couldn't kill a baby after 24 weeks. Alito repealed that too. He had to, to be consistent. He said, listen, we don't have the authority to decide, you know, if abortion is legal, then when can you have it? We don't have that authority either, which is going to result in a patchwork of states somewhere. It's totally, you know, if this goes through, totally illegal in others, uh, where it is the horror that the Democrats voted for. So that's what was so horrific about it. They're showing where they're going to go. Abortion literally up to the moment of birth. What percentage of society supports that? Highest I was able to find in a poll, about 12. And that's the Democrats' problem. They're way more radical than society. They're way more radical than the mainstream of their party. And so when you have that, you need censorship. You need thuggery. You need the iron hands of government to move forward with your agenda. Which brings us to the final insane thing this week, the FBI mess. Lots of breaking news on the FBI. We found out that Merrick Garland... Our attorney general flat out lied to Congress when he said that parents weren't and wouldn't be 
harassed by the FBI for speaking up at school board meetings, that the Patriot Act wouldn't be used against them, that the counter-terror powers and unit wouldn't be used against them. And yet, Jim Jordan and another member of Congress discovered at least 12 cases in which they were. This is a horror. But it's not the only one from the FBI this week. A whistleblower. There's finally a whistleblower inside the FBI. I was wondering if there was even one that wasn't profoundly corrupt. He came forward to Project Veritas to alert them to Project Veritas, their internal investigation. He says that they are investigating a lot of non-mainstream media, a lot of conservative media. He didn't name any other names, uh, but he said there are open investigations. Folks, this is flat out harassment. It is total terror by the FBI. This whistleblower said... Flat out says the problem is the agency is becoming partisan. It's been hijacked. And he said that's why he's taking the risk to speak out. Here's the FBI whistleblower with his voice disguised talking to James O'Keefe of Project Veritas. What makes this so profound is that in it, he admits the agency's gone. It is given over to partisanship and that that is a risk to America itself. What do you hope comes from your endeavor to be here and, and say all this. I would hope that we could end up with a nonpartisan law enforcement agency in this country that's not doing things that seem to be inappropriate for its for the power that it wields. I mean it's truly an incredible amount of power if used wrong. The country cannot sustain their largest law enforcement agency. We cannot have partisan investigations and using a piece of the executive branch as a weapon. Uh wow coming from an FBI insider who says they're increasingly doing this, using the FBI as a weapon. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.